Hi, this is Hamida from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 30th of March. The audio quality of this podcast might be slightly compromised since we at News Laundry are recording from home due to the ongoing lockdown. So please bear with us as we get through these difficult times and bring you the best of what we have to offer. On the 6th day of the lockdown, the total number of cases recorded in the morning was 1071. with 10 fresh deaths in the last 24 hours the death toll increased to 29 with 99 people having recovered from the virus tamil nadu reported 17 new cases in a single day the total number of confirmed cases now stands at 67 the total number of cases in maharashtra rose to 215 today morning after fresh cases were reported from mumbai pune nashik and kolhapur at least 93 migrant laborers were arrested in gujarat's surat city for allegedly defying the nationwide lockdown and attacking police six more people were tested positive for the virus in gujarat taking a current total number of cases to 69 the death toll in the state increased to 5 with another death being reported from bhavnagar west bengal reported its second death today after a 44 year old woman died in the state's north bengal medical college and hospital telangana chief minister k chandrashekhar rao on sunday said that the state may become coronavirus free by April 7th if no fresh cases were reported speaking at a press conference the chief minister said that 25935 people who have been quarantined and placed under surveillance would be completing their 14 day quarantine period by April 7th he said and i quote after April 7th there will be no coronavirus patients if no new cases are reported now self control is very important in this lockdown period unquote telangana has reported 70 cases and one death the government has tested up to 35000 samples of the virus so far on sunday it set up 11 empowered groups to coordinate the management and control of the disease in india the groups will look at issues related to the medical emergency management plan availability of hospitals isolation and quarantine beds availability of critical medical equipment human resources supply chain management coordination with private sector economic and welfare measures communication technology public grievances and strategic issues on lockdown the cabinet secretary on monday dismissed news reports of the current lockdown being extended amid fears of the spread of coronavirus in the country he expressed surprise over the reports and said that there were no plans of extending the 21 day lockdown a government stock taking exercise found that 3.17 lakh personal protective equipment or ppe and 11.47 lakh n95 masks are currently available central psus are currently manufacturing 40 lakh more masks with 13 lakh of them having been procured and 5 lakh having been received as donation overall approximately 1 lakh 26000 isolation beds have been set aside for the virus infected patients this includes more than 17000 beds in central government institutions and up to 1 lakh 9000 in the states However, there are only approximately 25,700 ICU beds so far. The All India Institute for Medical Sciences or AIMS in Delhi will convert its trauma center into a hospital dedicated for coronavirus patients. All the existing patients for the trauma center will be shifted to the respective departments in the main AIMS building. The healthcare workers have been in training for a month and will be working on a rotational basis. A Delhi court granted bail to 3 men who had been detained from the protest site in Shaheen Bagh. for allegedly violating restrictions imposed by the police and the government to curb the spread of the virus the court noted that in the current scenario 
the Supreme Court and Delhi High Court have both passed directions to decongest overpopulated prisons in the national capital. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court sought a status report from the centre by Tuesday on measures taken following the large-scale migration of labourers from the cities to their native villages after the lockdown over the virus was implemented last week. The top court observed that the migration of labourers out of panic and fear is becoming a bigger problem than the coronavirus. It said the court would not create more confusion by issuing directions on measures that the government is already taking to deal with the issue. Dear listeners, in times of coronavirus, it's difficult to keep up with the news and to get a good angle of what's happening where. We here at News Laundry are committed to keeping you informed with daily updates of the pandemic's outbreak in India and the rest of the world. Do read Ayan's report titled, As States Show Their Way to Fight COVID-19, Federalism in India Gets a Much-Needed Boost in which he showcases how states in India have spearheaded the cause in controlling the highly contagious outbreak. It's through stories like these that we bring you fact-checked and trusted news. Because when you pay to keep news free, you are served. So subscribe to News Laundry. Our lowest subscription starts at 300 rupees per month. Now for global updates on coronavirus. The death toll in New York, the current hotspot of the virus, was 776 on Sunday evening. But with 250 additional deaths outside the city, the Associated Press news agency said that the total fatalities was more than 1,000. US President Donald Trump extended federal guidelines on social distancing until April 30th, after a top health official warned that more than 100,000 people could die from the coronavirus in the United States. A 14-year-old boy was charged over a prank in which he allegedly cuffed on produce at a grocery store in northwest Harris County in the US. In a Facebook post, Sheriff Ed Gonzalez said that the deputies responded to the disturbance call at the food city and said that the teen, quote, intentionally cuffed on produce, unquote. The US has up to 1,39,000 confirmed infections from the coronavirus, which is more than any other country in the world. More than 2,400 people have died from the respiratory illness caused by the disease. Overall in the world, the number of cases has reached more than 7,18,000. Close to 1,49,000 people have recovered and more than 33,000 have died. The number of infections in China continues to slow, with health authorities in Beijing reporting 31 new cases at the end of Sunday. The figure includes one locally transmitted infection and marks a drop from the 45 cases reported a day earlier. There were no new cases for a sixth consecutive day in central Hubei province, where the coronavirus outbreak was first detected in December last year. In mainland China, the total number of cases to date rose close to 81,000 in the mainland, while the cumulative death toll increased to more than 3,000. Twitter took down two tweets from Brazil's president, Jair Bolsonaro, after he cast doubt on quarantine measures aimed at containing the new coronavirus. Bolsonaro had posted several videos on Twitter on Sunday in which he was seen mingling with supporters in the streets of Brazilian capital Brasilia, defending their right to work and calling for a return to normalcy. In one of the deleted videos, Bolsonaro also criticized isolation measures put in place by health authorities. He said, and I quote, the country is immune when 60 to 70 percent are infected, unquote. The finance minister of Germany's Hesse state committed suicide after becoming deeply worried on how to cope with the economic fallout of the virus. Thomas Schaefer, 54 years old, was found dead near a railway track on Saturday. The Weisbaden Prosecution's Office said they believe he died by suicide. Moving on to non-corona news. 
A three-year-old boy died in Bihar's Muzaffarpur on Sunday due to acute encephalitis syndrome, commonly known as brain fever. Officials said that the disease had killed 120 children last year. The head of the pediatric department of Sri Krishna Medical College and Hospital said that the boy died at the ICU around 48 hours after his admission. He was the resident of a village in Sakta block of Muzaffarpur district and had been suffering from a cold for some time. He was brought to the hospital after his condition deteriorated. The hospital superintendent, S.K. Shahi, said that another patient, who is a five-year-old of East Champaran district, is showing improvement. On Saturday, Chief Minister Nitish Kumar took cognizance of the fresh outbreak of the syndrome and ordered the expedition of the proposed expansion of the ICU to 100 beds. If you want to know more about the disease and its effect on Bihar, read Ayush's earlier report on how the disease, called Chamki Bukhar, gripped low-income families in Muzaffarpur. His report is titled, In Muzaffarpur, AES is a grim reaper that stalks poor children. A medical evacuation plane caught fire and exploded during takeoff in the Philippine capital, Manila, on Sunday. All eight passengers and crew, including an American and a Canadian, were reported dead. According to airport officials, the plane had been bound for Japan's Haneda when it burst into flames at the end of the runway. The plane was owned by a Philippines-registered chartered service, Lion Air, who issued a statement clarifying that it was not related to the Manila-based Lion Air. The plane was carrying three medical personnel, three flight crew, a patient and Richard Gordon, who was the senator and head of the Philippine Red Cross. The airplane authorities confirmed that an American and a Canadian national were among those killed and said that the six others were Filipinos. It has been revealed in a study of fossils from South Africa and Australia that the mass extinction that killed nearly 70% of the Earth's land animals 252 million years ago may have had different time periods on land and in sea. The study published in the journal Nature Communication found new ages for fossilized vertebrates. These vertebrates lived after the death of fauna that had dominated the late Permian era 299 to 251 million years ago. According to researchers, ecosystem changes during this mass extinction event began hundreds of thousands of years earlier on land and then in the sea. They said that the late marine extinction in which nearly 95% of ocean species disappeared may have occurred over the time span of tens of thousands of years. The scientists believe that global changes such as a warming climate, a rise in carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and an increase in ocean acidification may have occurred around the end of the Permian period and the beginning of the Triassic and likely contributed to the extinction. North Korea confirmed today the successful firing of a series of missile tests of super-large multiple rocket launchers. According to reports, the country had fired what appeared to be two short-range ballistic missiles off its east coast on Sunday. This was after South Korea reacted to the firing and called it very inappropriate. North Korea's news agency said that the launch was aimed at examining the strategic and technical features of the super-large multiple rocket launchers. These have been tested a number of times since last August, usually overseen by leader Kim Jong-un. This marks the fourth round of tests this month since North Korea staged military drills and resumed missile launching after a three-month break. Talks between Kim Jong-un and US President Donald Trump have come to a standstill after the collapse of the summit between Kim and Trump in Hanoi in 2019. Now, for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. This week, our panelists from NL Hafta are joined by data journalist Rukhmini, 
who discusses a piece in the print on how India could see up to 30,000 coronavirus deaths by May. Our panel also discusses the role of journalists during times of crisis, the police brutality taking place amid lockdown, and much more. A snippet of the podcast called Chota Hafta is available for non-subscribers on our website. However, to access the full podcast, you must subscribe to News Laundry. Also, don't miss the latest episode of our Reporters Without Orders podcast, in which Snigda discusses Ayush and Basant's investigating and harrowing report on the victims of the Delhi riots who ended up in Delhi's drains of death. If you haven't yet read it, readers, go to our website and check it out. The podcast is also joined by Ayan, who discusses his report on the attacks on journalists during the lockdown and the suffering of migrant workers in India. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 